check, folks. We keep going. And our, for this episode, we have a very interesting concept that's kind of new to Pakistan, new to the region. We do see it here in North America. It's called Muawin. And I have here Amara Fief, the founder and CEO, to tell us a little more about it. Hi, Amar. Welcome to the show. Thank you, Farouk. Thank you for having me. Pleasure. So let's jump in. Tell us more. What is Muavin all about? No, thank you, Farouk. Um, so, you know, I, growing up in the U.S., I knew, um, you know, it's very common that you have small businesses. Small businesses are the lifeline of the economy. In the U.S., that's where I grew up in Canada, these small businesses have lots of options for liquidity. So you set up a company, you start, you start, um, you know, you start transacting. You can go to your local bank, you can get financing, you can get working capital, you can get inventory. There's, there's a lot of government programs that are out there as well. There's a lot of private um, options as well. So for me, I look at that Pakistan and, you know, the, there's about 900,000 to a million micro retailers that are operating in Pakistan. So these are micro retailers that are generally a single individual owner. Um, and he's trying to do the best he can, right? So he's trying to sell more, make more. And, and there's obviously a limitation that he doesn't have access to lending capabilities. Right. Uh, only about 7% of them have access to that uh, because they're registered and they have, you know, some transaction history or they have some sort of credit, uh, you know, credit reporting they can go to. So the other 90, whatever percent it is, they really don't have access. And so what we wanted to do was come up with a concept that provides liquidity to that, uh, liquidity to these micro retailers, but not giving them cash, right? So we wanted to be do this in a very responsible manner and also take a look at data, how we can use data to enhance these micro retailers. Right. So the concept right. that we came up with was essentially partnering with distributors, partnering with FMC, FMCG companies. And so what Mwavin does is go to these uh, distributors and they say, who are your top retailers? Which retailers are performing for you? Which retailers can buy more and obviously be able to sell more? And so what we provide is we provide um, essentially working capital loans to these micro retailers. So our notion is we take data from these, from these distributors, we mm -hmm. give the money to the distributors and it's the merchant that then takes this inventory, they sell it many times over. Um, and then and then they pay us back. So what we really try to do is create an ecosystem here where the distributor is winning because the distributor is selling more. The uh, the retailer is winning. He's able to get more inventory. And, you know, generally these are fast moving products, right? Coke, Pepsi, tobacco. Um, and so and so it's the retailer that's winning. And then obviously we're making money as well. So it's that ecosystem that we've created. We, you know, our, our notion is not to come in and charge predatory pricing, make it a win-win for all parties. And so that, in essence, is what Muhammad is. Awesome, awesome. So tell me a little more about how the, how the monetization model works for you as Muhammad by doing this. Yeah, absolutely. So, so essentially, if you, if what we do is um, we'll take we'll take you know let's take a hundred dollars, right? So we take we we give a hundred dollars uh, to the distributor. The distributor will take that hundred dollars and give that inventory to the merchant. And that, only what the merchant wants. So he wants certain coke products. He wants certain, you know, uh, water or anything like that. So that inventory is delivered to the uh, to the merchant. The merchant then has ninety days to pay us back. Generally, um, these are fast moving goods, and so therefore they can sell it in four or five days. They can flip it over, flip it over, you know, fifteen times, twenty times over those over those ninety days. Um, they're making a percentage profit on that. And the way we price this is that the profit they're making is at least five to 10 times more than they have to pay us back. And so they're, 
they have a complete win here. Um, we're taking we're taking a, you know let's say 10, 15 percent of that of that profit that he's essentially making, and we're also sharing that with the distributor as well. And so essentially, what we've created is this really win-win, whereby you know everybody here is is uh, generating some sort of revenue from this model. Got it. And how do you how do you control uh, the lending, right? You know, how do you ensure that you're going to get paid back and things work? So it's all about data. It's all about data, right? So we will never go to a merchant by ourselves. We will never sign a merchant and say, "Are you interested in boring?" What we do is we go to the distributor. And we get data from them. How long has this merchant been on board? Um, you know, what's his average spend? How much? You know, how long does he take to pay back? Um, is he reliable? You know, so we take all this data. Then we go with the distributor to the merchant. We show them the value proposition of of, of, of doing this. And then at the end, at the end of the day, um, that merchant is is incentivized that I want to take this on. I can sell more. I'm happy about it. And so, and at the end, they uh, they do end us um, they do end up paying us back. However, if they don't for any reason, we have agreements with the distributor that they could potentially su uh, stop supply with them as well. And so, if you're a small merchant and you can't sell Coke or Pepsi, you know it's going to be a tough business for you to be in. So. Oh, that's cool. That's great. So, tell us a little bit about uh, where you guys are today. Are you generating revenue? Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I, I, I started this process almost a year ago. Um, it's been almost a year and a half. So in order to do this, you have to get a license as well. So, um, you know, in August of this year, we got our preliminary uh, knock license as well from the SECP. So that allows that allowed us to get um, to be able to do the lending. We're the third fintech in the region in Pakistan, actually, to receive this license. Okay. So that was a big and then as soon as we got the license, we started transacting. So we spent about a year building this, uh, building this platform. This is a completely digital platform. Um, and so I wanted to have the technology in place. I wanted to have the license in place before obviously we start transacting. And so now we've started transacting. It's been about four or five months. We've done over a thousand loans. Um, we've, we've dispersed about a hundred thousand dollars so far. Um, okay. Motion is just to continue growing. Right now, we're operating out of Lahore. Our goals in Q1 are to expand this into Multan and Vaslabad. And then we start to move beyond Punjab into the other provinces as well. Very cool. Okay. So, what are your revenue projections for, let's say, next year? So next year we're targeting um, about 40,000 loans. And, and, um, and the reason we're targeting that is because these distributors that we're working with almost every retailer buys cold products, right? And so we have access to the retailers now. So for us, it's not a matter of, you know, trying to, you know, uh, you know a, a big sales and marketing effort to sign up these retailers, really how fast can we go? And so we're projecting about 40,000 loans next year. We're projecting about $5 million in disbursements next year, which will result in, you know, hopefully a little bit over a million, million and a half dollars for us as well for, from a top line perspective. Right. What does your competition look like? So, so there are a couple of players in the market. Um, I would say that, you know, they're focused more on the nano lending side. So let me give a loan to an individual, perhaps an individual merchant as well. Mm -hmm. um, but they're, 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 they're dealing directly with the consumer, right? They're dealing directly with, uh, with the merchant, let's say. Our, again, our model is a tri-party model, right? And so what I wanted to also, I should emphasize this, I wanted to make this Sharia compliant as well. Oh, and so cool. to, I did not yeah. want to give cash. I wanted to actually give goods. And so that allows this whole transaction to be Sharia compliant as well. So I, I, you know, we're the first one in the market to be able to do this from a Sharia compliant perspective. Um, and so the, the competition is not really, you know, again, as I mentioned, they're doing more nano lending for individuals right now. 
Great. Well, good. And moving along to the last question, very important one. What can the diaspora do to help? Look, I've been part of that, right? I've been in the U.S. I, I grew up in Canada, been in the U.S. for many years. Um, look, to me, you know, there's so much going on in Pakistan. I think, um, you know, for me, it's everything from, you know, uh, finding the right expertise. We're looking to hire people. We're looking at, you know, how do we expand this to other, uh, you know, other distributors, even other, other aspects of the economy as well. Can we do this for, um, you know, the, the gig economy, for instance? So I'm looking for advisors. I'm looking for help. I'm looking for people that have experience in Pakistan. Um, and are living in the U.S. that might have some concepts as well. Um, sure. We have done our seed round. We are looking at uh, doing another round as well because for us now, this is a matter of how, how you know how much can we borrow to be able to lend to these uh, to these micro retailers as well. So we're not we're, we're not really looking for uh, capital from an operating perspective. It's more of a lending perspective. Got it. Okay. Good. 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 Well, that's great. Any any ideas on the size? What you're looking for and what time frame? So for us to disperse about $5 million, we're looking to, you know, raise about 800,000 to a million dollars or so. Okay. Um, and we, you know, we've been in Pakistan a lot. Everybody seems to really like this model. You know, there's, there's, there's some history now, there's a return that gets established through this as well. So it's more sort of balance sheet lending that we're, you know, so anyone who's looking for Sharia compliant investment potentially. Um, so that's the, you know, that's the initial raise. And then after, as we continue to progress, we just have to continue to add to the balance sheet. Sounds great. No, this is excellent. Well, I wanted to tell you this, Amar, thank you very much for jumping on. We're coming to the end of our time. Uh, really interesting concept. It seems like it can help a lot of people with cash flow log jams, which is uh, always a challenge, I'm sure, especially in environments like that. And with that, wanted to wish you the best of luck. And thank you again for being on the show. Thank you so much for having me, Farouk. Thanks so much. Take care. Take care. And for our audience out there, as you can see, we continue to bring new, interesting, unique concepts. Please like, share, and follow us. And share ideas with us about people you know who are doing cool and interesting things in Pakistan. And with that, thank you, everybody. Allah Hafiz.